When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SEN Supercars on your Sunday afternoon for Barbecues Galore. Huge savings with Barbecues Galore. Visit in-store or online now. We're getting set for race 21 of the Repco Supercars Championship from the Bend Motorsport Park in South Australia. The first of two stops on the calendar for this year's Supercars Championship to South Australia. Tail and Bend, if you're uh, not familiar, formerly this track, James, was once upon a time a proving ground for Mitsubishi back in the day, but it is now a world-class motor racing facility. We've got 20 laps of racing to come, two races this afternoon on SEN for you, and we've got a really mixed-up grid. That's the great thing. James Moffat's with me, Aaron Noonan, as we get set for this first race. This is race 21 of the Supercars Championship. We have got a day today of two races, and it's the last day, James, before we get into endurance mode. The big races, Sandown and Bathurst to come, but right now it's all about nailing 40 laps, two times 20, across the two races this afternoon. And all the pressure right now is on Thomas Randall. Yesterday on the podium for this next race, he's on pole position in the race that starts very shortly. And fortunately for Thomas, he's qualified second yesterday's race, so he'll be sort of a little bit accustomed to the pressure um, that he's going to be under for the start of this race. He obviously starts no better position then pole position, he did a great job in qualifying. To qualify on pole position, he's cash drive Mustang with a 150.06, a huge margin back to Brody Kostecki of 0.05 of a second. <laughs> so very, very tight at the top. And it is our championship leader, Brody Kostecki, that will come off the outside of the front row. So it's Thomas Randall with our Makita Hot Lap, Makita XGT, Power Without Limits. He's on the pole, a 150.06. He's 0.05, not a big margin in 4.9 kilometres of driving a car fast. Brody Kostecki, the championship leader, he starts on the front row. Let's run you through the grid here on SEN Supercars for who is where in race 21. Matt Payne, career best performance from the young Kiwi. Let's talk about him very quickly. Third, he lines up alongside another Kiwi, the three-time champ, Shane Van Gisbergen, but Payne, really been a star in his first season. Been really, uh, really strong this weekend. Qualified in the top 10 for all three races this this weekend and, you know, highlighted by this result for race number 21 coming off the second row alongside our reigning champ, Shane Van Gisbergen. So a couple of Kiwis off row two. Mustangs on row three. Anton Di Pasquale, the winner in Townsville, he starts from fifth. Alongside yesterday's runner-up, Chaz Most at the two-time Bathurst 1000 winner, Hunting, his first race win of the season. He starts sixth. Bryce Forward from P7 alongside David Reynolds in the second of the Grove uh, Penrite Mustangs. That is David's equal best qualifying at this track. Ninth is Will Davison. Tenth is Nick Perkett. That's his best qualifying this year since race three at Albert Park. That was a very long time ago now. Cam Waters starting 11th. Breaks a streak. 12 times he's been in the top 10. At the bend in qualifying, that streak has now been broken. Jack LeBrock is starting 13th, just behind Brock Feeney. Then from 14th back, it's Andre Heimgartner, James Courtney. Will Brown, championship contender, is starting 16th. So 
Bad qualifying today. There were two qualifying sessions this morning to determine the grids for uh, this afternoon's two races. The cars are leaving now on the warm-up lap at the Ben Motorsport Park, but it's Will Brown who's buried in the pack again. He's starting 16th, Moff. That is, that's dangerous because he was in the pack yesterday. He got turned around and had a crash car. It's dangerous being in the mid-pack. Yeah, it certainly is here at Tail and Bend. A long run to turn one. So being in the mid-pack off the start is uh, not ideal and it is easy to get caught up in somebody else's accident. And that, that's exactly what happened to Will Brown yesterday, which resulted in a big fat DNF for him. So not good for his championship challenge. But it's all about Thomas Randall, who will start from the pole position for race number 21. And conditions quite different to what they experienced yesterday. It was a late afternoon race. The sun was out, whereas today, 15 degrees over at Tailand Bend and cloudy conditions. So teams and drivers would have had to adjust to these conditions. And we saw very minimal tyre wear yesterday in yesterday's 100-kilometre 20-lap race. So... Uh, strategy will come into play later on today. Run you through the rest of the grid. Declan Fraser is 17th in the Trady Mustang. Scott Pye starts from 18th in the BP Camaro. Todd Hazelwood, 19th. Jack Smith, 20th. That car repaired after being in that multi-car crash at Turn 1 yesterday that caught out Will Brown. James Golding, 21st. Cameron Hill, 22nd. Macaulay Jones is 23rd. The pizza car is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles car this weekend. It's a great livery. Unfortunately, it's outside the top 20 at the moment. Mark Winterbottom and Tim Slade bring up the rear of the grid. 24th and 25th. And as James mentioned, it's 19 degrees on our weather update for Cast. Our weather uh, for Cast together, building and shaping Australia. And uh, not too bad, all things considered. I've been to the bend on plenty of cooler days. But 15 degrees, slight chance of a... A light shower. There's a northwesterly blowing. A little bit of cloud cover around, which makes things a little bit nicer for the cars, teams, and drivers. The cars are on the warm-up lap at the moment of the 4.95-kilometre bend layout. So only Albert Park and Bathurst are longer on the championship calendar. Cars rolling around to bring in the heat, bring in the tyre temperature, and get themselves sorted before they go to battle. And it's a long run, James, from that start-finish line it's 560 metres before you get to turn one. That's a lot of time to sort yourself out. It's also a lot of time for some drama to happen because the cars are going faster. Absolutely right. They uh, they can get up a good head of steam before turn one and when they're all bunched together, that's when the chaos usually happens. But this uh, tail and bend layout, it's a great circuit and 18 turns in total, but really probably four genuine passing opportunities at turn one, a really good one at turn six, turn 14 and turn 17 so expect to see plenty of action throughout the 20 laps that are ahead of us for race number 21 there's some heavy hitters further down the field than we're normally used to seeing cam waters coming out of 11th will brown now fourth in the championship will be out of 16 wants to come out of today with a good haul of points after scoring zero yesterday so the cars rolling onto the grid thomas randall takes up Pole position, which is on the inside for the run. The front row of the grid at the bend this weekend is being left vacant because of the low nature of the Gen 3 cars. At the front row of the grid, those drivers would be unable to see the start lights. So row two physically is row one actually for the race. We are ready to get rolling. Green flag at the back of the grid, set to start. It's race 21 of the supercars 
on SEN with thanks to Barbecues Galore. Now you're cooking and we're about to get cooking at the bend on the run to turn one. Even jump between the top two on the grid. Mostert again with a big jump. He's flying through. Brody Kostecki and Thomas Randall are side by side on the run to turn one. Randall on the inside. Kostecki on the outside. Championship leader trying to squeeze across. He's got to the lead. Brody Kostecki leads through turn three, and it's Van Gisbergen up to third. He's made a great jump, and now he's putting the pressure on Thomas Randall as they sort themselves out on the long run down the back straight. The left-hand sweeper before the hard left-hand at the next corner. That was a big decisive move by Kostecki around the outside at Randall at turn one, and he leads the field into turn six. And oh, there's trouble. Drama. Trouble. Waters is around. LeBrock was the... up the inside. He made a move on Waters. Spun them both. There's a DJ, DJR car involved. We're not quite sure whether that's Will Davison. I think or... it's Will Davison. It's Will Davison. He was on the outside. He was the unlucky candidate there who was innocent and got wiped out. LeBrock had tried a big move up the inside of Cam Waters. Couldn't pull it up. Got into the side of the Monster Mustang, who in turn hit Will Davison in the shell car on the outside. But out front, Kostecki leads. Randall second. Van Gisbergen third. Payne is fourth. Reynolds has made a move. In the second Penrite car, he's pressuring his teammate. He sits in fifth. Then it's Mostert, Di Pasquale, Percat, Fullwood, and Will Brown's going to work. He's up to 10th already. Yeah, so as I was saying before that chaos happened at turn six, it was a big decisive move from Kostecki. He muscled his way around the outside of Randall. There was nothing between them after the start. Heading into turn one, they were side by side, but it was Kostecki who really muscled his way around the outside, and he will lead the field across the line on the opening lap. So Kostecki, Randall, Van Gisbergen, Payne, Reynolds, Mostert, Di Pasquale, Percat, Fullwood, Brown, round out your top ten after lap one. I'd have to say that uh, Jack LeBrock's going to find himself with a penalty here. I can't see how. Oh, big lock-up. Sorry, Noons. It was Randall with a big lock up into turn one. Just pulled the car up as Fullwood runs wide as well through the gravel trap. So plenty going on early in this race. Plenty happening. And Fullwood will pop out the other side of turn three. And he'll rejoin behind Brock Feeney. So he's back to 11th here. And it's still Randall keeping the pressure on. We're on lap two of 20 at the bend in the 21st race of the championship. Cam Waters has made it back to uh, pit lane. And that's outside of the... Yeah, window. it is. So it doesn't open until lap three. The garage, so clearly damage. some damage with the number six monster Mustang. The team will go to work, assess what's wrong with that car, hopefully get him back out to score some points. But it's the two Penrite Mustangs in fourth and fifth of Payne and Reynolds. So a great start for Reynolds up three positions and uh, some images coming through also of Jack LeBrock in the garage as well. So big, big damage to a couple of cars early in this race. Hearing through its steering damage for Cam Waters, not surprisingly that was pretty heavy contact, but let's talk about the lead. Brody Kostecki has it and Thomas Randall is going with him. The Castrol Tickford Mustang is all over the back of the Coca-Cola Camaro. They are three quarters of the way around lap two at this Ben Motorsport Park that's 18 turns, it's 4.9 kilometres. There's a lot of room here. It's a very big, wide open racetrack. They're coming through the final penultimate corner, I should say, before they get to turn 18. It's a couple of double right-handers that bring them up to this. The last corner, James, is an interesting one. It's it's sort of on the edge of out of control. It's not quite flat. It's not quite a, a full-on break. It's a bit of a lift and turn it in. 
and make it run. Now Randall's got to run. Down pit straight, the long run, and then up over the little rise before they hit the brakes for turn one. He's keeping the pressure on Brody Kostecki at the start of lap three. Yeah, he certainly looks very racy at this early part of the of the race. There's no doubt about that. He's right behind Brody Kostecki as they come out of turn three now and head up to turns four and five. Turn five, almost flat out left-hand kink. And the cars are absolutely on the lim limit. There are six Mustangs now in the top eight positions. And Randall is keeping the pressure on Kostecki for the lead. Van Gisbergen is third. Fourth is Payne. Fifth is Reynolds. Sixth is Mostert. Seventh, Di Pasquale. Eighth is Percat. The Fords are in the mix this weekend. And Randall's not letting Kostecki go. No, he is really, really close to the back of Kostecki. And it's great to be able to see these cars follow a little bit more closer than we have in years gone by. So Randall now throwing everything he has at Kostecki in these early phases of the race. It's Van Gisbergen who's dropped back a little bit. He's uh, just over a second behind Randall. Doesn't quite have the pace at the moment. It looks like to go with the Castrol Mustang and Kostecki in the Coca-Cola Camaro up the front. Update for fans of Will Brown. He's running ninth. He's picked up. One more spot. We're at lap three of 20 at the bend. Our leaders are on their way out of turn 16. The double right-hander to come to bring them back to the pit straight. Cam Waters has been returned to the pit lane. He's going on to the circuit again. He's a couple of laps down. The leaders will not quite put him down two laps, but he's down one as they continue to work on the left rear of Jack LeBrock's car. Three laps down. It is Brody Kostecki who leads the way. The update on Cam Waters' car it had a bent rear tow link and a track rod. And we've seen some vision here. Will Davison's got an issue too. The passenger door on the Shell V-Power Mustang is popping open, which is not surprising because that's the area where he got collected by Waters, who in turn had been collected by LeBrock. And uh, being a clockwise uh, direction circuit, a lot of right-handers. So, uh, it's the, the worst possible is, scenario. Yeah, so uh, probably a mechanical black flag uh, coming there. Uh, Will's way, unfortunately. So he'll have to make a trip down pit lane and the team will have to um, come up with a quick fix to keep that door closed. Mark First Winter, of our pit stops yeah, is Mark Winterbottom. Yep, Winterbottom's in decided tires. from the back of the field, the pit window's open. There's a compulsory stop in this race. You've got to take two tyres. And yes. right now, though, mate, I've got to say, James, that uh, Thomas Randall is running hot. Uh, and, you know, who was running hot in this race for Ream, Australia's favourite hot water? For me, it's Thomas Randall. He is not letting Brody Kostecki... Get away. Davison's in the pit lane, and they are servicing that car and taping up the door so it won't flap open when he turns through all of those right-hand corners that make the left-hand door pop open. Van Gisbergen looks a little vulnerable here. He's third. Matt Payne is right behind him, the young Kiwi. And those two Penrite Grove cars are keeping the pressure on. Payne is fourth. Reynolds fifth. We're on lap four of 20. The compulsory pit stop window is open. But, James, I wouldn't expect too many of these leaders to take that opportunity just yet. They'll go deeper into this race. Yeah, that's and that's what we saw in yesterday's race. Because not much tyre wear here um, at the Tail and Bend circuit, we saw only a few cars pit quite early, and they were just trying to get themselves in some clean air. So they were a bit further down the field. Uh, one of them was Brock Feeney. He pitted quite early, but then did fade a little bit towards the end of the race. So if you're Brody Kostecki, Thomas Randall, you probably want to run as long as you can and um, sort of split this race in two if you can. So out front, Kostecki is our leader here. It's SEN Supercars 
on your Sunday afternoon for barbecues galore. Huge savings with barbecues galore. Visit in store or online now. Right now, Thomas Randall's visiting Brody Kostecki. He's just, the margin's just leaked half a second now. And we've also got to be a little concerned here that we know that over the distance, the Fords have struggled on rear tyre life, but it doesn't look to be as much of an issue here. They look racier. They look up for the fight a little bit more. And Payne is all over the back of Van Gisbergen in the fight for third place. Brown's moving forward. Will Brown now is up to eighth. He's got by Nick Perkat as Jack LeBrock rejoins the race. He's at the tail of the field. He's four, three laps down it will be. He'll make it out before the leaders make it around to finish this lap five. So almost at one quarter race distance. Kostecki is in control. Thomas Randall uh, is keeping the pressure on. Just dropped back a little bit here. But don't forget too, the pit stop battle comes into play here, James. It's a case of do you stay out there a bit longer? Do you go the undercut? Do you go the overcut? I think if you're Randall here, you just wait and see what Brody Kostecki does. Yeah, but I think if you're probably Matt Payne, maybe you take a punt and you you try and get the undercut on Van Gisbergen because he is all over the back of the reigning champion. He's doing a great job in fourth at the moment. So if you're Penrite Grove Racing, I think you have a have a punt here. Do something a bit different on the strategy and see if it pays off for you. So the order at the moment, Brody Kostecki is the leader of the race. We're hearing drive-through penalties coming for Jack LeBrock for that contact with Cam Waters on the opening lap. Not too surprised about that. He's 25th and three laps down. So yeah. it doesn't really do anything. No. He was kind of penalised by the incident and the, the damage to his car. Uh, it's time for our Repco Authorised Service pit lane to get very busy. Don't forget, you can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Nick Perkat, Bryce Forward, Macaulay Jones, James Golding have all taken this lap to peel on in and grab some more Dunlop tyre rubber. Nick Perkat hits the spot with a rear tyre change for his team. It's right side tyres by looks of things for James Golding, who's got a bit of damage to the front of that Premier Newlon Camaro. Looks like the split has been rubbing on the ground and it's been making a bit of tyre smoke over the last couple of laps. But we are on lap six now at the bend. It's race 21 of the championship and no change up front. Brody Kostecki leads margin seven tenths back to Thomas Randall, who in turn's got two seconds back to Shane Van Gisbergen. He's being shadowed by the two Penrite Mustangs of Matthew Payne, the young Kiwi, on debut this year. Did a great job as co-driver to Lee Holdsworth at Bathurst last season. His teammate David Reynolds is fifth. Chaz Mostert sits sixth. Anton Di Pasquale seventh. Will Brown is up to eighth. Remember that he started uh, in the middle of the pack. Brock Feeney up to ninth. James Courtney is tenth. And of the compulsory pit stop drivers, uh, we've had 17 yet to take their stop. The first of them on the road that has stopped is Bryce Forward in 18th place at the moment. Another big mover is James Courtney up five positions from where he started currently in 10th position. Declan Fraser also in the trading Mustang with a good showing so far in this race. Currently sitting in 12th, up five positions from his starting spot. So six laps down, Brody Kostecki is across the start-finish line here at the Ben Motorsport Park. Seven-tenths the margin to Thomas Randall. And now the Grove team have decided to play the pit stop game. David Reynolds is on his way in for service. And they look like they have two rear tyres laid out, ready to service Reynolds as he comes in to his pit box, pulls up on the marks nicely, 
And good stop there by the Penrite guys. Reynolds is off and back into the fast lane. So he will be on his way and in a good position to hopefully leapfrog a couple of cars in front of him. And it is definitely our Repco Authorised Service Centre pit lane that is going to be where we get, I reckon today, that's where we get our Bendix big moment. Thanks to Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence with Bendix brakes because it will determine the win here. If Thomas Randall can come up with something different in when he pits, but the problem he's got is Brody Kostecki can cover him off here for speed. He looks like he's got a little bit too much pace Overall here, he's able to control it. Brody Kostecki is our leader, the championship leader, by 80 points coming into this race today. Remember, there's another race this afternoon here on SEN Supercars, so it's a double dose of Supercars action on your Sunday afternoon. Brody Kostecki is on his way out of the little right-hand kink at turn 16 that leads him down the hill towards the right-hand at the penultimate corner, turn 17, and that's the right-hander at turn 18 that brings them back onto this long pit straight here at the Bend Motorsport Park. Debuted in 2018. It's one of only four venues in South Australia to have ever hosted the Australian Touring Cars and Supercars Championship. No pit visits from our top runners. They've all gone by to complete lap number eight. Kostecki, James, is just eking this margin out. It's now uh, eight-tenths of a second at the line. He's just driving away a little bit at a time from Thomas Randall. Yeah, you're right. Ever so ever, he's just eking that margin out. So it was clearly Randall at the start of the race. It was very strong the first couple of laps. So whether that's just uh, tire, starting tyre pressures a bit higher on the Castrol Mustang, just gave him a little bit more confidence and grip in that early phase of the race. But we've got another couple of cars in the pit lane. Anton Di Pasquale from Shell Vipar Racing at two rear tyres, and James Courtney gets serviced as well, uh, both with good, efficient pit stops, and they will head back out onto the track with some fresh Dunlop tyres on the back of their Mustangs. And now it's a case of Di Pasquale popping in in front of Bryce Fullwood on the road, who I mentioned before was the first of our cars uh, at that stage who had already completed a compulsory pit stop. It's Brody Kostecki. Still out in front here on SEN with supercars. Thomas Randall second from Shane Van Gisbergen, Matthew Payne, Chaz Mostert. That's the top five. Will Brown is sixth, but of course, some of the cars that were in front of him before uh, have taken their compulsory pit stop. And if you're a Cam Waters fan and you've just tuned in, I've got bad news. He's 24th after being wiped out in a first corner collision. Jack LeBrock was the car that hit the side of the Tickford number six Mustang. He was given... A penalty as a result, but his penalty was also that he was in the pits with damage as well. LeBrock is 25th. Waters is 24th. We have got still 13 cars yet to take their compulsory pit stop at the moment. Brody Kostecki across the line to complete lap eight. And from behind him, Thomas Randall is in. Let's see how the Tickford Racing Team go to work in our Repco Authorised Service pit lane. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre, and I reckon he can rely on his Tickford team because they've been pretty good in the pits this weekend. Will Brown is in just behind him as well. But this is crucial, James. Here's a big chance for Thomas Randall to grab another trophy today. It's in the hands of his Tickford pit crew. He's on the marks. He's pulled up. Rear tyre change. Good stop. Yeah, that yep. was quick. That was four seconds. He's going to get rolling, and the Tickford team are... Near the end of the pit lane, they're the third team from the end 
he will get out in front of David Reynolds, who is the first car on the road that has already taken his stop. So he's covered off those guys. Now, back to Erebus. What do they do? Do they keep Brody Kostecki out there driving around on tyres that have down nearly half the race? Or do they just react to Thomas Randall, bring him in now, cover him off and get out in front? Well, I think first I'll probably just monitor Randall's sector times on his outlap to begin with. If he's going faster, then they absolutely pit Brody Kostecki because he only had a seven-tenth of a second margin back to Randall before Randall pitted. So this will just come down to how much pace initially Randall has as to when Kostecki and Erebus have to react for their pit stop. That's the question now. Kostecki, the leader from Van Gisbergen, from Payne, Mostert, Feeney, Heimgartner in the top six. There's plenty of Kiwis in there for our Kiwi fans of supercars. Van Gisbergen second, Payne is third, Heimgartner sixth. But we are very much in the mix now of the jumble of who stopped and who was not. And we're just about to get to half distance and it is going to be pit stop time for the leader, Brody Kostecki is in the pit lane as we speak. Matt Payne is in as well. This is the key element of this race now, James, of how does the Erebus Coca-Cola team go to get that car out of the Repco Authorised Service pit lane? Our pit lane partner is Repco Authorised Service Centre and get it back on the road. He's pulling up on the marks here, rear tyres for car 99, the championship points leader. Small delay because Payne was going around the outside and the front of Brody to get into his pit bay but Kostecki now rolling down the pit lane, 40 kilometres per hour. He's at the exit line now. Randall's on the pit straight. This will be tight. The Camaro will get out in front, but he's on cold tyres. He's going to have to fight the next couple of corners. Yep, so he's going to have to bring those rear tyres up to temperature as quickly as he can. Fortunately, they only change rear tyres, so it's pretty easy to get the rear tyre temperatures up with the old right foot. But that margin basically is as it was before the pit stop cycle, so... A great job there by Erebus Motorsport to get Kostecki service with two fresh rear tyres as quickly as they did. And he resumes effective race lead, although he's uh, ninth on the road. The eight cars in front of him are still yet to pit as we see the Red Bull Ampole racing team of Shane and Van Gisbergen the, setting up in the pit lane as well. And I was going to say, who is pitting of those two Red Bull cars it's Shane who's going to pit because the tyres are marked with chalk with 97. His racing number, that trademark SVG 97. He's on his way through uh, the second last corner here at the bend. Van Gisbergen is the leader of the race. He picked it up because Brody Kostecki had peeled off to uh, the Repco Authorised Service pit lane. And now Van Gisbergen's on his way in as well for service. And he'll have to drive the whole way down the pit lane because the team at the end of the pit lane as the reigning team's champions of supercars. You get that win at the end of each season. Your reward is the garage at the end of the pit lane as Chas Mostert now is our new race leader. Half race distance, 10 laps down, 10 to go, and we've got still seven drivers yet to take their stop. So Van Gisbergen, the only car in pit lane at the moment. He comes in, pulls up on the marks, hits the marks perfectly. So it's two rear tyres for Van Gisbergen. And away he goes with a nice clean stop. So good stop there from the 97 crew. And he's back out on the track. This I is going to be Payne's very gonna tight. Get him. This will be very tight. Kostecki's got him. Randall's got him. Payne's got him. No, it's Reynolds. It's Reynolds, It's David fact. Reynolds who has leapfrogged his teammate. Those two identical Penrite cars have caught us out. 
But David Reynolds is effectively third in the race. And that's the power of the undercut noon. So we saw Reynolds pit the earliest out of the leaders and he's managed to not only pass his teammate in the pit stop cycle, but also Shane Van Gisbergen. It's SEN Supercars on your Sunday with thanks to Barbecues Galore. Get huge savings with Barbecues Galore. Visit in-store or online now. And at the moment, Andre Heimgartner is our leader here on SEN from the bend. Uh, and as I say that, this always happens, James Moffat. He's the leader, <laughs> but he's not because he's peeled off into pit lane. That means Scott Pye is now the only car uh, remaining on the track that has not taken his compulsory stop. So uh, with all due respect to Scott, let's just ignore him for the moment because the race for the effective lead is on. Kostecki is third on the road. Well, he'll be second now because Heimgartner's rolling down the pit lane. Randall, though, right with him. Right with them, Reynolds. Right with him, Van Gisbergen. Payne, Mostert, Di Pasquale. There's not much between all of these cars. At the front, we're on lap 14 of 20. We've got right down now to what is the business end of this race. You're exactly right, Noons. And if anything, after the pit stop, it looks like Thomas Randall just has a little bit more pace than Brody Kostecki. We saw before the pit stop, Kostecki was just starting to eke out a bit of a margin back to Randall. But since the pit stop, it's been Randall who's been closing in on the back of the Erebus Coca-Cola Camaro. But it is still looking very much like Brody Kostecki is in control of this race. The man that has benefited a lot in, through the pit stop cycle and is showing great speed in his Penrite Mustang is David Reynolds, who effectively sits third on the road at, as we uh, have six laps to go in the race. And looking at David Reynolds, his record at this track, at the bend, has not been flash. He had a podium the first year of this track being on the calendar. That was back in 2018. He was driving for Erebus then. Of course, now he drives for the Grove team, the former uh, Kelly team, which once upon a time was the, the Nissan factory team. They're very much now driving with Ford Mustangs. But it's Scott Pye, leader, yet to take his compulsory pit stop. Brody Kostecki to Thomas Randall is seven-tenths of a second. And Brody's on his way through the right-hander, turn 17, the penultimate corner on this bend circuit. He's in control, and he's also set. And now, as I say this, Pye, uh, Scott Pye is popping on into the Repco Authorised Service pit lane to take service. He'll take two tyres on. But now that means he is out, and the order on the track is how it is on the timing screen. So with 14 laps done... We're on lap 15, and Kostecki leads the way. Randall's with him, but in the background, I saw a move there. I reckon Mostert was having a big dive on Matt Payne down the inside. He got it done at turn one. So Mostert, yesterday, runner-up, is up to P5 now. But Randall's going to work here, Moff. Half a second between he and Brody Kostecki. It does look like Brody's Camaro has enough pace but it's now or never for Thomas Randall to get his first supercars race win. If he just sits there and waits, it's not going to come to him. He's got to make something happen right now, and he's going to work. If you're Randall, you're giving absolutely everything to it. You're going to have a big go at Kostecki if the opportunity arises. But you're right, Kostecki does look like he's got it all under control. Uh, his car looks completely uh, very, very well balanced and strong at the moment. There's no doubt about that. Little update coming through. We're hearing that there's been some radio chat between Brody and George Commons, his engineer, who's on the headset to the driver of car 99, talking about managing an issue. And there's a little bit of chat that maybe there's been a, 
a bit of an issue with the front of that car, and there's a weird feeling in the steering. So we'll keep our, our ears out for that here on SEN Supercars. Brody Kostecki is in control of race 21. We're on lap 15 of 20 at the bend. But Thomas Randall, this has been a weekend that has really delivered. There's questions over who gets the drives at Tickford Racing next year, next year. And there's questions to whether they run four cars or do they downsize to two. It's musical chairs. It's less seats. Good time to stake your claim to a seat this weekend. He's performing really, really well. The order to bring you up to speed. 15 laps down, five to go. Kostecki's the leader. Thomas Randall, six-tenths of a second behind. Third is Reynolds. Fourth is Van Gisbergen. Fifth is Mostert. Sixth is Payne. Seventh, Di Pasquale. The fight for eighth is on. Fullwood's got it. Will Brown's right behind him on the run to turn one and keeping the pressure on. Brock Feeney's 10th. Heimgartner is 11th. 12th is Courtney. Percat 13th. But right now, the battle on the road moffs between Will Brown and Bryce Forward. Will had a really big look on the exit, on the run out of turn four, onto the back straight. He's right up behind the Brad Jones Racing Middies Camaro in this fight for eighth place. He's trying to reclaw as many points as he can to limit the damage in the battle for the championship after not finishing yesterday and qualifying poorly for both races today. Yeah, this is a great little battle between Forward and Brown, but also Feeney in behind Brown as well. So a couple of championship combatants going at it, whereas Forward, who sits currently ninth in the championship, doing a, having a solid year, um, he's doing a great job so far in this race to hold off Brown, but there's certainly, uh, you know, this battle will go right to the end, and um, even Andre Heimgartner, his BJR teammate, is ranging up on the back of Feeney as well. So this is a, a battle pack of four Camaros for battling over 8th, ninth, 10th and 11th with uh, just over four laps to go. Bit overcast at the bend today. Our eighth round of the Supercars Championship. Of course, our weather updates are brought to you by Kubota on the Kubota cast. Together, shaping and building Australia. And at the moment, uh, Brody Kostecki's not building the margin. He's It's going the other way. What's the opposite of building? Deconstructing. It's, uh, what, half a second Randall is right with him here if anything goes wrong for the championship leader. And if Randall gets really racy, he's not in the title fight. Brody Kostecki, for the sake of what, it's eight points difference between a first and a second. If push comes to shove, you'd give up the win. Ah, but he's a racer. Nunes. True. Brody's a racer. He won't want to give up any win. There's no doubt about that. But if he is... But if he nursing, knows he's got an issue and he knows that Randall's got speed. Well, so far, if he has got an issue on board that, Number 99, Coca-Cola Camaro. He's doing a great job of managing it. That gap is sort of staying anywhere between six and seven tenths. And it's now Reynolds who's becoming a bit vulnerable to our reigning champion, Shane Van Gisberg. And he's into turn six. The car's dancing around on him. So Reynolds looks like he's starting to struggle for a bit of rear grip. And the pressure is on a bit further in the pack. There's a bit of a battle pack. Brock Feeney into the back of future teammate, Will Brown. Hello, I'm here. Remember <laughs> me? Bang. That was at turn six as they... Got together. They're in a queue because Heimgartner, who pitted later, is right in behind. He's 11th. Feeney, 10th. Brown is 9th. Forward is 8th at the moment. And we're on lap 17 of 20 at the bend. It's the first of two races today here on SEN. We've got the later one coming up a bit later in the afternoon at 4.20 uh, Eastern Standard Time in Australia. And at the moment, Brody Kostecki, who has got the pole for that last race of the day, 
has the lead and he's just building margin. It's a little overcast at the bend today. There's a bit of cloud cover, the odd bit of blue sky around, but it is certainly not too warm in terms of overall weather. It's 15 degrees at the bend today. So been there on colder days, that's for sure, but still... Uh, not absolutely searing as now down the inside. Feeney's got Brown and Heimgartner will follow him through. Courtney's lined up for a piece of this. And the future teammates are into it. Red Bull and Erebus. Brown is out wide. Heimgartner grabs him. Will Brown back to 11. And watch for Courtney. He's got a good run on Will Brown coming onto the front straight. So Will Brown is a chance to lose three spots in two corners here as... The battle between Reynolds, Van Gisbergen really starts to heat up. The Va Van Gisbergen pokes the nose up the inside and Reynolds at turn three. There's nothing between them as they exit. And Mostert's there with them as well. It's a three-way fight, James, for the final podium position, for third in the race. Mostert having oh, a big look. Up. Van Gisbergen locks the left front on the run down to turn six, the left-hander, the tight left-hander. And I reckon from looking like he was threatening Reynolds, Van Gisbergen now is vulnerable. Mostert is all over the back of the Red Bull Camaro through this triple right-hander. They go right and right again at high speed. It really loads the tyres. And Mostert is zeroing in here. Has not qualified well for the bulk of the season, but has raced really well. And he's looking every inch here to get a move on Van Gisbergen, who's hobbling a little from locking that tyre. And he's got him. Mostert is fourth. The Fords run second, third, and fourth. So nice move that by Mostert. Van Gisbergen might be a bit vulnerable now. He might have put a flat spot on that tyre with that lock-up he had into turn six a few corners ago. So from going, looking like he was a chance to overtake Reynolds, he's now been overtaken by Mostert, who is not out of the shot of a podium here. We know the late race pace of that Optus Mustang has been strong over the last few rounds. And he'll have the eyes set on David Reynolds. Our leaders are on their way through the final turn. Kostecki has two laps to go. Fastest lap of the race was by Brody. 152.1 back on lap three. That's our Makita hot lap for race 21. Makita XGT, power without limits. And at the moment, the margin is six tenths of a second back to Thomas Randall. Reynolds is, well, he's not safe. He's not safe for the podium. He's third. Mostert, clear of Van Gisbergen, has two laps to do something about the 2017 Bathurst winner, David Reynolds, who has a third place. Been a bit of a drought for David Reynolds of late. Uh, in terms of podiums, you've got to go back to Perth when he had his last podium of the season. Been a bit of a down run for the Grove 26 car, but now looking on target here for... I mean, he hasn't been in the top 10 in a race since race nine at Wanneroo when he finished fourth. That's a long time from running in the top few. Well, you have to say in general, that team's performance across the weekend has been much improved over mm. what we've seen from the last few rounds out of Grove Penrite Racing. So they'll be pleased with that. Of course, the other car in that team, Matt Payne, the rookie this year, he currently sits P6. So he's done a fantastic job. Started out of third for this race. So... Um, he suffered a little bit in the pit stop cycle, so he's still done a, a great job to be in the top six. So Kostecki is our leader. Randall and Reynolds are the top three. Mostert, Van Gisbergen, Payne, Di Pasquale, Fullwood, Feeney, and Heimgartner. That's your 10. James Courtney's 11th. Will Brown is 12th. 
Nick Perkatz 13th, Declan Fraser 14th, uh, Scott Pye sits in 15th from Hazelwood, Winterbottom, Slade, McCordy Jones, Cam Hill, Jack Smith, the delayed Will Davison, James Golding next, and then Cam Orders one lap down, and Jack LeBrock two laps down off the pace at the moment. So Will Brown really starting to fade late in this race. Noons was only a few laps ago. We were talking about him having a battle for position eight. He has dropped down to 13th, so struggling as Mostert now up the inside of Reynolds at turn one on the last lap. So that's for the podium, and Mostert climbs up onto the back end of the podium. A great pass there by the Optus Mustang. He's been very strong there all race. We saw him pass Matt Payne in similar fashion. So, again, we see tremendous speed out of the number 25 Optus Mustang late in the race. We just caught some vision here on our monitors of Alistair McVane, race engineer for Dave Reynolds, long-time engineer, hands in the air, frustrated. They've lost the podium position, and now Mostert's moving clear. On the final lap at the bend, we're halfway around. Brody Kostecki's controlled this one. One second even is the margin back to Thomas Randall, and he's looking good, Brody, to extend the lead 100 championship points to win the race, five bonus points for the fastest lap of the race with the Makita hot lap for Makita XGT, experienced professional cordless power without limits, and he has not got limits at the moment. He is going to extend the championship lead in half a lap's time. Tell you what, fourth is not done, or fifth, I should say, Van Gisbergen is struggling. Matt Payne, the young Kiwi, is all over the experienced Kiwi in the fight for P5 with a couple of corners to go. Yeah, that Camaro of Van Gisbergen's, it is wagging the tail. He is out of rear tyres. There's no question about that. And Payne has one real last opportunity to have a lunge at him at turn 17. It looks like Van Gisbergen will hold on, but Payne rattling the bat bumper of Van Gisbergen. But it's Kostecki who will come across the line and take the race victory for race number 21, another solid, dominating performance from the championship leader. Five race wins on the board for 2023. Brody Kostecki has got the job done at the Bend Motorsport Park. The championship leader extends the margin. He's the winner. Thomas Randall is home in second. Another podium. Third yesterday, second today. One race to come. It's trending in the right way for the Castro Mustang driver. And Chaz Mostert, with that move at the start of the last lap, down the inside on David Reynolds, he rounds out the podium. So two days in a row, James, that we've had two Fords on the podium. And before yesterday, you had to go back to Newcastle, the first round of the season, to have two Fords on the podium. So good news for the Blue Oval fans, great news for the Erebus fans, because Brody Kostecki is our winner of race 21. Yeah, he did a great job. It looked very comfortable for Kostecki, but full, uh, full credit to Thomas Randall. It looked like he threw absolutely everything he had to try and get that race win at Kostecki. Just didn't quite have enough, and it really came down to probably that move around the outside that Kostecki was able to pull off at turn one, lap one, that really sort of settled the outcome of this race. But Chas Moss did a great storming drive through the field and finishes third with a, a super pass on the last lap on David Reynolds into turn one. And it's Van Gisbergen who holds on for fifth. Matt Payne, a super effort to come home in sixth. Anton Di Pasquale is in seventh. And rounding out your top ten is Bryce Fullwood, Brock Feeney and Andre Heimgartner. That was a really strong performance from a range of drivers. Outside the ten, you've got Courtney Percat, Will Brown, 
had moved forward but then got shuffled back. Uh, Declan Fraser, that's a good job, 14th for him. But bad news today, Will Davison, James Golding, Cam Waters, Jack LeBrock, they all had uh, various dramas. But no drama for Brody Kostecki. I mean, he uh, controlled the pace there, led it early, had the speed, covered off Thomas Randall's pit stop, and he's on his way back around to well, accept another trophy. Well, we say no drama, Noons. We did hear throughout the race that he might have been managing a problem with the front end of that Camaro, but certainly no drama in, in the fact that he's picked up another win. And as you said before, his fifth race win for the season and second for the weekend. So he starts out of pole position for our race number 22 later on today. So can he get the clean sweep of the weekend? But he pulls into Pertec Victory Lane as the championship leader and he'll be delighted with that result. He should be. And anytime you can extend the lead in the championship, you've got to be a happy camper. And it's not just the fact he's winning, Brody Kostecki, it's how he's winning. Last weekend made his NASCAR uh, Cup Series debut at Indianapolis. Started at the back there and start, and finished in the mid-pack. He hasn't had to start the back here. This is, this is much it's easier, much easier better starting the near front. the front. Exactly <laughs> right. So it's Chevrolet, Ford and Ford on the podium in the 21st race of uh, 28 races this year in the Supercars Championship. And the winners, uh, the top three, are now in victory lane. So, interestingly there, we're getting some footage of him in Pertec victory lane. And he's definitely thinks that there's a problem with uh, the left front of that car because he, he, even before he took his helmet off, he walked around to the front and was inspecting the left-hand front corner of his Coca-Cola Camaro. So, Perhaps uh, we, we did hear that message that he thought he had a problem in the front end. So perhaps there, there was actually something there. But um, luckily for him, it didn't hold him back from winning the race. He's got the job done. And in the end, I mean, the margin was what? Uh, uh, 1.06 seconds officially was the margin. It's probably as big as it got, really, between he and Thomas Randall yeah, definitely. in the entire race. So Kostecki is your winner at the bend. Uh, Thomas Randall next from Chaz Mostert on the podium. David Reynolds, I know he doesn't get a trophy, but still, that's a nice bounce back given where he's been for the last couple of rounds. Shane Van Gisbergen, fifth. Matthew Payne, seventh. Anton Di Pasquale, uh, sorry, Payne, sixth. Di Pasquale, seventh. Bryce Forward, Brock Feeney, Andre Heimgartner. That was uh, the top 10 and how they finished 21st race of the Supercars Championship. Uh, and the great thing is, James, we get to do it all again a little bit later on. Absolutely. So, really looking forward to. Uh, race number two, 22 coming up later on today. Uh, we saw a bit of action there at the start at turn six, which is typical of Taylor and Bend. Unfortunately, took out a couple of uh, contenders um, in Cam Waters and Will Davidson. But uh, Cam Waters, he'll be lining up on the outside of the front row for our race later on today. So he will be looking to make amends. And if you want to know where the rest of the field ended up, where your favourite driver uh, may have been here on SEN Supercars. It's all thanks, of course, to Barbecues Galore. Get huge savings with Barbecues Galore. Visit in-store or online now. James Courtney, 11th. Nick Perkat 12th. Will Brown in 13th. Declan Fraser, 14th. Scott Pye was 15th. Then Todd Hazelwood. Mark Winterbottom from down the back finished 17th. Tim Slade, 18th. McCauley Jones, 19th. Cameron Hill, 20th. Jack Smith, 21st. Will Davison caught out in a drama. On lap one, uh, totally innocent in that one was Will Davison. He's finished 22nd, James Golding 23rd, and then Cam Waters, who was taken out in the first lap with some contact with Jack LeBrock. Both cars damaged, both to the pits, both rejoined and finished down the back. Cam Waters 24th, 
Jack LeBrock, 25th. So that's it. Race 21 of Supercars here on SEN is run and won. Race 22 of the championships coming up in just over two hours' time. Make sure you join us for that. We'll take a break here on SEN. More Supercars from the Bend later on this afternoon.